another episode of Rewilding for Women. Today, I have a really powerhouse of a topic, a topic that I'm going to approach with the utmost respect of the energy that's contained within this topic, the utmost respect of the elders, the women who kind of have carried this work prior to myself and, and others, and also with respect to you as an individual woman and what this topic does for you or what part of self it calls to within you. So I'm going to approach this again with the utmost respect to all three of those areas. And that topic today is the wild woman archetype. Just saying that, allows me to feel the enormity and the incredible potency and power and juice behind this particular energy. So behind this particular archetype is so much. Um, not only is it just a, a, a real power source for us as women, I think it's also a lot of variety. I think there's also a lot of variety held within this archetype. Um, what do I mean by variety? Variety in that for one woman, the wild woman archetype might mean wild expression of their sexuality, complete liberation in sexual expression. And for the next woman, the wild woman archetype might mean completely connected to nature. So just really natural, really connected to the cycles of the seasons, the rhythms of the moon. That could be what wild woman archetype calls to another woman. So I think today's episode will explore some of these different arenas and we'll also do a few wild woman practices as well. So hopefully a couple practices that call to different threads of the wild woman. But I do want to say that overall regardless of which thread of the wild woman energy that you're working with or, or is stirring within you, regardless of which thread, to me, the wild woman archetype is massive empowerment. It's massive empowerment and it's massive liberation to, to self, right? It's this freedom, big freedom and big empowerment and big acceptance of, of all parts of self. So stepping past some of the society norms and really tapping into authentic, real nature, right? All right, so that's what we're gonna do today. By the way, I'm your host, Sabrina Lynn. My voice is incredibly strange today. I, uh, we had really big workshops this weekend and we were doing some, uh, some drumming, some singing, some howling, some growling. <laughs> um, so 
apologies for sounding a bit uh, a bit rough yeah I'm definitely feeling rough uh, <laughs> but but feeling really juiced up from from the work over the weekend by the way if you're not subscribed to rewilding for women please do so go over to the website and sign up for the newsletter don't worry we don't send we don't send a lot out so you're not going to be bombarded in your inbox but you will be notified every time a new show comes out and you'll also get our astrology report so we do a monthly wild woman astrology report um, so just some insights around what's going on out there to potentially give some insights to what's going on inside and within so just energetic different patterns to look at and feel into and hopefully some insights um, or at least a smile and some inspiring information so please go over hang out um, sign up and uh, and yeah we'll probably see you around there somewhere so let's talk about this wild woman archetype and let's maybe start uh, let's start with a practice um, for the wild woman archetype I think I'm actually gonna drum for us I don't know how this is gonna sound uh, on video or on podcast but we're just gonna drum for a tiny little bit now <clears throat> this drum is a woman's frame drum uh, it's a the shamanic tradition so there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of power held in drumming um, it takes you out of left brain logical kind of regular state of consciousness and has the ability to drop you in deeper so drop you into different levels of consciousness I know we can get into brain waves and like beta gamma theta all of that stuff anyways whichever brain wave the normal brain wave is which I think is maybe beta I'm not sure uh, drops you past that if if you allow it to and if the drumming is long enough so we'll drum and uh, what I encourage you to do while I'm drumming is to feel into your heart center. So feel into your chest, feel into your heart. Can you breathe into your heart and can you visualize this energy center opening, right? So it's just an energy center. Don't think about the organ unless that helps, but just start to see if your chest can relax. So can you physically relax? Can you physically expand the chest potentially by Pressing your shoulders back, expanding the chest. Can you relax the muscles around the chest, right? And, and do that to the drum. That's just a suggestion, of course, with any practice that I share with you. It's always follow your intuition first. Follow your body's wisdom. So let's say you're, I start drumming and your attention goes to your womb. And you start to feel this pulsation in your womb go with that right always 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 follow your intuition and your your body's wisdom on any of these practices and just in life in general um, yeah and I think the wild woman archetype would also be incredibly supportive <laughs> of trusting your own intuition before trusting anybody else's or anybody else's words or suggestions so all right, getting really comfortable wherever you're at and just closing your eyes if you can. Hopefully you're not driving. And just start to feel.
if uh, if if the drum calls to you, let it call to you. If it moves you in some way or opens you in some way, anyway, even if it's a tiny little shift that you notice in yourself, maybe a, a relaxing of the body, or maybe you started to breathe different or started to feel differently somewhere, um, follow that. Absolutely follow that and you can check out some there's a bunch of free drumming tracks on YouTube I think if you look up Sandra Ingerman or Ingerman I'm not sure how how she pronounces it But I think there's some free tracks on YouTube that you can check out where there's some longer drumming tracks and you can and work with um, This tool which is an ancient woman's practice. It's a, it's a ritual that women use to access deeper parts of self and the wild woman archetype is oftentimes hidden in these deeper parts of self so doesn't always come about in in day-to-day -day consciousness it's a it's a dropping in to access this part of self and, and once accessed and once open to absolutely this wild woman archetype starts to flow through us as we begin to embody this part, these parts of self more and more. So then it just becomes part of our natural waking day in our everyday life. So a couple of aspects of the wild woman archetype that I would like to touch base on also coincide with some of the faces of the feminine that we talk about in rewilding. So if you watched previous episodes, you'll know that we've got five faces of the feminine where we it just helps us to categorize um, the different the, the many 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 different aspects of the feminine energies or energy patterns or archetypal energies or goddesses if you like but in wild woman archetype there are mm, look I would say all five faces can fit into Definitely all five faces can fit into the wild woman archetype. I'm probably going to leave the mother out, although the fierce mother is absolutely part of the wild woman archetype, right? That fierce protection, that fierce love for her children is, is definitely a part of the wild woman archetype. But I'm going to leave, I'm going to leave her out. The warriors, so when we think about Pallas Athena, um, and that's kind of the more um, virginal type goddesses, right? So more women unto their own, not, not necessarily virgins, just they are owned by no man, whole unto themselves. Um, I'm also gonna leave them out because there's a bit of a rigidity around some of them. So I'm gonna leave that category out to the side. The three categories that I'm going to relate to the wild woman today are the lover which is which is our erotic nature our sensual nature our wild woman sexual potency is one aspect that I want to chat a little bit about and then I definitely want to talk about our dark goddess aspects so these really wild, ferocious, incredibly transformative 
um, parts of self like Kali, like Medusa, right? Uh, it doesn't really get more wild than those ladies. <laughs> and those are parts of self to give the utmost respect to. And then the third category that will we'll kind of tie in with the wild woman archetype is, is what a lot of women I think refer to as, as the wild woman archetype. And that's more of that medicine woman part of self. So medicine woman, shaman, shaman witchy side of self, right? So that, that really strongly earth-connected, kind of magical in a way, uh, comes with very unique, often esoteric gifts. So this part of self, um, when we work with these aspects in rewilding and, and other practices, of course, um, what starts to bubble up are these sometimes gifts that have been hidden out of fear, right? Out of fear of the consequences of this gift. So what the heck am I talking about? You might be thinking, Sabrina, what, what do you mean? There's a lot of women who carry a wounding, a very unconscious wound around this particular part of self, around this particular witchy part of self. So if you think about the myths, the stories, the history of witches, right? Witches carried a particular magic um, and whether it was real magic or not uh, it doesn't matter how we want to view it but the magic or the gift that they carried which oftentimes is an innate sort of a gift an innate ability so maybe it was the ability to see right that that real wise oracle type seeing or maybe it was an ability to work with plants and herbs and um, put together concoctions that can heal, right? Um, so these are just kind of two, or maybe hands-on healer, maybe a particular witchy sort of gift was, was hands-on healing. And you can see a lot of this stuff is starting to, to come to the surface in today's day and age, of course. We've got Reiki, and we've got naturopathic options and we've got, I know essential oils are all coming out. So you can see uh, like this particular part of the wild woman archetype is bubbling up and it's beautiful. It's, it's beautiful. But there's a wound in there that many women have to look at before coming into their own fullness of this gift, their own fullness of their medicine woman, whatever her expression is. And that, that wound is, is the wound of the witches, really. It is the wound of the burning of the witches. It's, it's held in that cellular memory that we've got and has been passed down through the lineages, through, through the generations of women around hiding our power because it will get us killed. Right now, we're not consciously walking around going, Oh, I better hide my power because I'm going to be burned at the stake tomorrow if somebody finds out. That's not conscious, we're not conscious of this. But deep in our cellular memory, 
many of us hold this this wounding and this uh, this inhibition, right? And that that holds us back from our our fullest expression because on some level, some energetic level, somewhere deep within, we hold fear around embracing the fullness of our gift or sharing our gift out in the world. So this is a really important part of self to work with. And I love this wild woman work for these reasons. I love the rewilding work because it takes you in, into the depths of the cellular memory into where just the raw energetics are way past conscious mind because our conscious minds again are not at all aware of this so here's the thing if you feel there's a blockage right around this aspect of your life so maybe it's connecting with the moon maybe it's it's simple and maybe it's just um I would like my menstruation cycle to connect and line up with the cycle of the moon. So even if it's something as simple as that, as a wild woman practice and stepping more into our natural rhythm and, and more in harmony with the natural world around us, it's well, what's, what's under there energetically that might be stopping me or blocking me from that? Right? So there's a lot of stuff that it could be. Um, and it could just be, ah, oh, there's too much stress in my life. But that's such an easy one to blame it on. Oh, there's too much stress. Yeah, great. Um, the, there's too much electricity in the air. Um, but when you start to excavate some of these deeper patterns within the wild woman archetype, and that's why I think these practices are so incredibly needed and so incredibly powerful, for opening us up to the fullness of ourselves. So that's that's the medicine woman. Then we look at, let's look at the lover. So let's just look at the lover aspect and, and let's look at um, the, the wild, uninhibited, erotically sensual wild woman. How many women, here's a question, how many women do you see fully own their sexuality? It, it's, it's a pretty confrontational question. Fully own it. Unapologetically, without shame, fully own it. And in a healthy way, not that manipulative, distorted kind of way where I'm going to use sex to get something. But they are fully open, fully comfortable in their life force energy in their sensual sexual nature it's just a question from my experience it's a really small percentage of women on the planet who have fully opened to this part of self and, and I consider this part of self part of the wild woman archetype what's more wild as defined by our society than a really sexual woman, right? Oftentimes it is. Wild is the whole, wild is the slut. She's wild, she's out of control, she's wild. She's untamable, she's just wild. So, 
So this is a really powerful part of self for women to work with, especially when our aim is to be in, in quality relationship, quality intimate relationship, deep intimate relationship where we feel connected, where um, the relationship is opening us to more love um, and we feel like we're met and we feel like we're on equal ground with our partners. So this is a really important wild woman part of self for, again, opening to the fullness. I mean, the whole point of, of what we're doing is, is opening to our full potential, our full life force, our full vibrancy, our full aliveness and juiciness and joy and bliss and aligning with our passions and our purpose. So let's quickly chat about the dark goddess face of the feminine with respect to the wild woman archetype. A part of the wild woman archetype is what is hidden, right? Is what is so wild that it is almost unacceptable in society, right? It is so fierce, it is so wild, it is so uncontrollable, so untamable that nothing can stop this wild force of the feminine. So if you want to think about weather patterns as the feminine, this is the tsunami. This is the tornado that just tears through. Nothing is going to stop it. Nothing can stop it. Out of control. Absolutely wild. And that's a part of the energy that's, that's within the wild woman archetype. Like that's it. And there is beauty in that. There is absolute raw truth and raw love in that force once it's healed. Right? So when it's not in its destructive wanting to just lash out in revenge or something like that, it comes from this heart-connected wildly truthful, powerful, transformative place within a woman. And it is beautiful. And our world needs so much more of it. Especially at this day and age. Uh, I'm not going to go on my rant about everything that's going on in the world. But if there was ever a time for the fierce feminine to be coming alive within us, it is now. So I'll just give you the, the quick story of Lilith um, as, as a face of the dark goddess and as a face of the wild woman. I mean, this is wild woman to the core is, is the archetypal pattern of Lilith. Now, there are a lot of different archetypal patterns held within the dark goddess. And then again, within the wild woman archetype, I'm just giving you a few. But Lilith was considered to be Adam's first wife, Adam and Eve, the story of Adam and Eve. Lilith actually came before Eve. Now Lilith demanded equality. She demanded to be met in relationship. And that wasn't happening. So she stuck around and she stuck around and she stuck around and nothing was changing. Adam was insistent upon the fact that Lilith was below him in the pecking order, right? Um, what happens is Lilith snaps, right? This is where 
the wild woman comes roaring out and she goes into destructive. She becomes the tsunami. She goes so far that she becomes this force that robs men of their sexual potency. So in their sleep, she was an energetic pattern that haunted. She was the goddess that haunted men's dreams and robbed them of their sexual potency. She then was also so enraged and vengeful at what had been done to her that she, uh, what happened, let me just back up a second so you'll understand why she did this part. When she left Adam, she um, went into this wild state and she was uh, sleeping with demons and she had all of these demonic babies. The patriarchy came and took her children from her. This further enraged Lilith, right? So she now has fierce mother, which we talked a little bit about. She's, she is beyond <laughs> controllable. She then, not only is she robbing men of their potency while they're sleeping, she is also eating newborn children, right? So these are these wild myths, but in the myth, there, there are some clues to the power that's hidden behind there. So that's phase two of Lilith. Phase three is she works through all of her rage and her vengeance, and she comes into this fully empowered woman who demands equality in relationship, demands it, and won't settle for less. She's not robbing anybody of their sexuality. She's not coming from this distorted energy. She's heart-connected but she won't settle for less. And she is fully empowered, fully in her power. Um, yeah, it's pretty juicy. It's a pretty juicy myth. If it sings to you in any way, I would absolutely recommend checking more out on Lilith. Um, who can I recommend as a source? There's a, there's a great book. Um, I want to say it's like, asteroid goddesses um, yeah I can't think of it at the moment I'll try and put it in the um, on the website so it'll be on rewildingforwomen.com under uh, the video in the show notes that's where I'll include I just cannot think of her name right now but she does a really phenomenal description of Lilith it's a Lilith myth and um, yeah and the energy behind Lilith and what it means for us women so for us women to, to reclaim that power instead of having that imploded in us or repressed, which is dangerous as hell, right? So it's just lying dormant, which is, it's dangerous. And then the other dangerous side is when it's out, but it's distorted. So it's not connected to the heart. It's still in vengeful, uh, raging form right? It's not coming from the heart. It's not coming from that unconditional love. So these dark goddesses uh, hold unconditional love, a love that will blow your socks off once you get in there and can excavate some of the rubble that sits on top of them. Okay, that is a really long episode. As you can see, I'm incredibly passionate about the wild woman archetype. Um, huge recognition to Clarissa Pinkola Estes for all of her work 
around the wild woman archetype and all of the other elders and, and teachers and women who have come before who have, have really opened the door to the wild woman archetype and to, to you for doing the work, right? The more one of us as, as woman opens to this part of self, the more that that door is open for the next woman. So the easier it is for the next woman to step into that full empowerment, right? So we can even, we cannot even begin to fathom the ripple effect, the energetic ripple effect that happens when just one of us heals this part of self or opens to this part of self. It's, it's insane. It's astronomical um, what this work does. So I encourage you, explore the wild woman archetype. Um, grab the book, Women Who Run With the Wolves. Come to a rewilding workshop. Um, check out some of our other stuff and, and start to explore and, and step into the fullness <laughs> and what's sometimes hidden beneath the surface. Okay, so much love to you and hope to see you. Also, we've got our private Facebook page, which I should mention. Um, so I hope to see you there. If you just look for Rewilding for Women on Facebook, we have a private group. So do a little search and uh, just request to join and we'll, um, we'll definitely approve all women who come to us. Okay, so much love and I will see you in the next episode. Mwah!